Welcome to Send It Rising Live. I literally just ran downstairs because my kids are off today and uh, they're eight and six. And uh, I was like, love you guys. Okay, I'm going to go do my show. And they're like, okay. And I kissed them on the forehead and I ran to the stairs and then went up like two stairs and ran back down. And I was like, oh, love you guys. Love you. going to go do my show. And I did that about 15 times. And so I'm a little winded and uh, who knows if they'll interrupt me. But uh, 2021, I plan on making a TikTok today about uh, the work from home revolution. Talk to my staff and uh, we're going to go all in on this TikTok music video thing. So if you want to check out some of the music videos I'm making over uh, at TikTok, just search Send It Rising and you'll be able to find those. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about Twitter Blue and uh, it doesn't really feel like a good buy to me, but it allows you to undo tweets. But for $3 a month, I don't know. I mean, I think I feel like the reason they're going in at $3 a month is because it's just not that. Not that, um, what's the word to describe Twitter blue? Helpful, useful, valuable? Valuable is the word. So two ninety nine. you know, I mean, they're just like, well, maybe they'll buy it. I think if you're a Twitter influencer, it'll make sense and they'll definitely make revenue off of it. But I don't know, I'm not really seeing it. But we'll talk about the undo button and what that means for the internet. Um, also, it just goes to show that like, if you make a mistake and you're poor, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you make a mistake and you're poor and all of a sudden like you can't undo it, but you can undo your mistakes on the internet if you have money. It's just uh, sort of like uh, putting a magnifying glass on capitalism. We're also going to be talking about uh, a poll uh, where three three out of four people say that Facebook is making society worse. Um, that's uh, none too surprising, right? Uh, Facebook has really taken a beating on the PR front recently, and uh, that is not surprising to me. Um, I don't know, man. It reminds me sort of of like oil companies. People really hate Facebook. It's like Facebook is getting to that like tobacco company level um, of uh, of people who just really don't like it. Um, we're going to be talking about um, why Facebook's metaverse is dead on arrival. That's the name of this particular article. This is going to be interesting to see that take. Um, I, I'm not sure I agree with that, but we'll, we'll dive in. Hundreds of doctors urge Facebook to disclose disinformation data. Uh, we'll be talking about Facebook and health today on the show. Twitter's launching a dedicated crypto team. Uh, that'll be interesting. And finally, there's a new uh, radical alternative to search. It's a new search engine that you might be interested in. Y'all know I'm a big friend of fan of Acacia, the search engine that plants trees. But we'll be talking about another one today. Main story, Twitter. Um, now letting you pay to undo tweets and read ad-free news in the U.S. Here's the thing about the ad-free news. First of all, I don't care if there are banner ads on my news articles. Do you care? I so don't care. It doesn't matter to me. What bugs me are paywalls, right? So if I want to read an article and it's the Wall Street Journal and, you know, it says you can't access this, that's frustrating. I don't like that at all. Um, but uh, this Twitter blue doesn't help with that. It just gives you access to articles you would have had access to otherwise just without ads. I don't know. I don't really get it. So Twitter Blue is the company's subscription service. We're getting it. Uh, it's, it's, it's expanding, blah, blah, blah. There's a feature that lets people view ad-free articles, as we mentioned, on participating websites and gives a portion of the revenue from Twitter Blue subscriptions to those sites. So you could make the argument that you're helping support uh, journalists, I suppose. Um, but uh, it doesn't let you pass paywalls. So Twitter says... Depending on the publication, you might not be able to read some articles, even if you're a Twitter Blue subscriber, which is kind of annoying. Um, I think you can update your profile with Twitter Blue. You get like a new profile option thing. 
um, and you can undo tweets. Uh, but to me, this is sort of a desperate attempt by Twitter to monetize, get into that subscription revenue model. It, it feels a bit like a cash grab to me, and I don't really see the value. It definitely feels like flushing your money down the toilet to me. If you're a huge influencer, again, that undo tweet button's a big deal. You have a typo, you're like, ugh, just undo it real quick. That is, um, I can't, I, I, I don't know how they deal with that, where like you, you publish it, and then people begin to retweet it. Can you undo it once they've retweeted it? And you can't really prevent others from retweeting something that's been published, but I don't know. I suppose there's something resembling value. Um, I'm just not that impressed. Three out of four uh, say Facebook is making society worse. This is from thehill.kim. About three, and four, three out of four Americans say Facebook is making society worse, but they're split on placing the fault on the platform itself. 76% of uh, the surveyed Americans said the platform makes society worse. 55% said the blame primarily lies with the way, quote, some people use Facebook. And 45% said it rests more on the way Facebook itself is run. I don't know. Um, I feel like an anomaly because I don't really use Facebook. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, I used to use it to kind of promote, um, but then I started doing my live show and I, I had it go. And then my, my algorithm, it's just like, I can't reach anyone anymore. Uh, and that's because I was sharing my live show for such a long time that Facebook is just really, um, I don't know, it, it just sees me as a spammer, which is too bad. Um, but uh, yeah, it used to be a place where I'd get, you know, 70, 80 likes on posts, that sort of thing. And back then it was fine, but I've always been a publisher um, of content on Facebook. I, I have never used Facebook to, you know, keep in touch with people. <laughs> is that wrong? You know, because I see like a lot of people talk about getting sucked into this sort of black hole vortex uh, hellscape of, uh, you know, politics and that sort of thing. I not once have I engaged in that. Um, do you engage with that? Leave us a comment, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. Uh, I'm curious if you get sucked into the, the vortex. I mean, maybe if you have like strong relationship with your racist uncle, like that could be a thing. Um, I just, I don't know, man, I just don't, uh, I just don't live in that space. And so all of this sort of, um, hoopla about Facebook ruining the world, I just, I personally don't have any experience with it because I don't really see the benefit of spending time on Facebook. I understand it. I would much rather be on YouTube ad free, um, watching the content that I want to see, you know, chess videos and this sort of thing. I've also been news free for quite a while. I do the show obviously. And I talk about Facebook news and Twitter and Google and social media news and, I've been doing that now for over a year. So I'm very uh, aware of what's going on in that space. But politically, I just I just gave up around the end of the Trump administration. I just sort of uh, checked out. Um, now, I know that there are people that are going to say that's irresponsible. And I understand that perspective. Um, and uh, it partly is. But from a mental health perspective, um, there there's a lot of joy in just sort of not ingesting the news, um, which I have uh, not really been doing much of outside of social media. So who knows? That's just my path. Um, so although, according to the article, the majority of both Democratic and Republican respondents, 70 to 82% respectively, said Facebook makes society worse, responses on which reason is at fault are split more um, along partisan lines. This is from thehill.com. All links to all the articles we talk about in the show are right there in the description. This is interesting. According to the article, 61% of Democrats said the way some people use the platform is to blame, while just 46% of Republicans said the same. Hmm. Who knows? I mean, when was the last time someone changed their mind? 
Did you ever feel that way? What's going on, Agent D. Johnson? Agent D. Johnson showing up from Twitch. How's it going, dude? Uh, yeah, it is interesting. Um, but anyway, Facebook making the world worse. You could argue that that's true. So we're going to talk a little bit about Facebook's uh, metaverse dead on arrival. This is an, an opinion piece um, from nymag.com. When Facebook announced last month that it was rebranding as Meta, CEO Zuckerberg described the metaverse his company would soon build, promising it would be a world as detailed and as convincing as this one. Here's my thing, though. Um, I don't know what you think about this. Agent D. Johnson, join us live. We're on Twitch, Couchmania, youtube.com forward slash send it rising. You can join us live there, too. You can comment, question, etc. Anyway, point being, uh, the fact that Facebook is making money off of violence, um, hateful content, Francis Haugen whistleblower testimony in front of Congress um, clearly demonstrated that they've got a serious issue. And so when we talk about diving into the metaverse, my main critique is why are we diving into this when we've got some fundamental problems we are yet to solve, which is to say that uh, I think the metaverse could really be rough. Um, I'm a big personal responsibility advocate, meaning that, you know, Ultimately, we need to make these decisions um, for ourselves. Um, but I think the metaverse, yeesh, there's a lot of uh, sort of a dystopian nightmares that can erupt from the volcano that is this new technology. So Facebook released concept videos, according to the article, that offered a tour of what uh, it might look like. Holograms playing chess, holograms attending concerts, holograms popping into work meetings. The company also announced plans to hire 10,000 people. We covered that in a previous episode where basically in the in the European Union, the Facebook is the Facebook. One of my 90 Facebook is looking to hire um, 10,000 people there and spend 10 billion on Reality Labs, um, which is in charge of this. So we get it. They're making a change. They're calling themselves meta and they're going for this metaverse thing. I think what's interesting is, you know, Google can fight for this space. Apple can fight for this space. Any video game developer is already in this space. I think it's so interesting that all of a sudden the metaverse is this is this new technology we've been in avatar mode since atari you know what i mean like we've all been mario we've all been link these are avatars they're in a world of artificial intelligence we're just using our this the remote control is getting better um so yes i i understand that oculus and this this is a new technology but like i've said before i think home prices are going to go up because people are going to want that five bedroom home because they're going to want multiple spaces for their vr they're going to work from home everyone's working from home man in the future. Um, so anyway, this article goes on to talk about why it won't work. Let's uh, see what they have to say about that. According to the article, people have been talking about this future for decades and it never really comes close to what people have envisioned. <laughs> so the reason this is getting so much attention is because everyone is freaked out by the idea of a scientific God named Mark Zuckerberg. That's so funny. You know what? It's true. I mean, it's it's easy. I think it would be easier for a game developer to make the metaverse than it would be for Facebook. Don't you think? I mean, you take people that have been building these games. I mean, what's the difference? Attending a concert is just a game, isn't it? I mean, your avatar pops up. You get different angles. You're dealing with all that, all that sort of thing. Where does Facebook? I mean, maybe just the money. They can just hire the developers. Um, yeesh. So according to this article, uh, will Zuckerberg be our scientific god? No, that's the saving grace of this. Facebook's metaverse is dead on arrival. The fundamental mistake people make around these AR or VR experiences is to immediately think 
of sight as the entry point into a metaverse when Zuckerberg says, quote, imagine your friend is at a great concert around the world and you can join her. Let's play that out. Okay, well, this guy goes into this whole thing. Um, but ultimately, I think we're going to have a metaverse. That's that's fairly clear to me. Facebook has put everything into this. Do you understand? Like this name change, this branding in the midst of their PR crisis. I'm not convinced, dude. I am not convinced. I think Twitter and Facebook are in for some serious competition by TikTok. I think the fact that Apple can simply make a privacy change and eliminate billions in revenue from uh, sites like Facebook just goes to show that this this is perhaps more advertising than reality. Um, do I think I'll be in the metaverse by the end of my life? Heck yeah, I really do. Uh, will it be called the metaverse and will Facebook be the ones doing it? I'm not so sure, man. Hundreds of doctors urge Facebook to disclose disinfo data. This is from medpagetoday.com. More than 500 physicians and public health professionals in the United States have signed a letter demanding that Facebook divulge its data around COVID-19 disinformation. The letter, which was initially shared exclusively with USA Today and then posted on the Doctors for America website called the lack of transparency deadly. It, Facebook can't win, man. They can't. They cannot do it. Um, they profit off of racist content. They profit off of hateful content. And the fact that they have all of our data, you know, people are just going to be fed up with them. I mean, it, it, you remember the French Revolution, the guillotine, this sort of thing? People just, man, they if you have the power and you can save lives and you aren't going to do it, people are going to ask for your head. Quote, the recent Facebook whistleblower disclosures have confirmed what many of us have suspected for a long time that Facebook has repeatedly stonewalled the public, lawmakers, and academics over the last 18 months, despite having had a deep knowledge about the scope and nature of COVID-19 vaccine disinformation. This is my cr main critique of the metaverse, which is if we don't have this figured out in this 2D sort of experience, how much crazier is it going to get in a completely um, virtual environment? Worse, I think, would be the easy answer on that one. Um, so ultimately, yeah. Um, there's going to be calls for people to nationalize these sorts of things. I am not saying that is the path by any stretch of the imagination, but um, this this is almost like public knowledge, if that makes any sense. Um, and uh, if it can save lives, then yeesh. So profiting off of misinformation. That's the other thing too. At, at the core of this is that every time a post gets a like, every time someone spends a second on Facebook, Zuckerberg makes money, Facebook makes money. And there's a lot of people at Facebook that, you know, don't have to answer like Zuckerberg does. They're just employees. But thinking about them, too, um, that's rough, man. I, I mean, I want people to prosper. I want the folks at Facebook uh, to be making good money and doing their thing. It's cool. I get it. Go get it. Um, but, man, uh, the nature of the responsibility of working at that institution is, has just skyrocketed in, in recent years. And, and we're talking about swinging elections. We're talking about... Um, blood on your hands in regards to vaccine misinformation, COVID-19 misinformation, et cetera. Yeesh. So basically society is asking for them to do a better job of censoring. And then of course you've got truth social Trump showing up and going, you can say whatever you want, but there's a line there too, isn't there? You can't just say whatever you want because it can get real gnarly real quick. Um, you know, like if on true social, someone calls for somebody's head or like coordinates an attack or literally tries to like plan somebody's murder, you think Trump and, you know, the folks making true social are going to allow for that? No, they're going to at least draw the line at a crime. Right. And so 
different ways of looking at it, man. I feel like Facebook is just going to capitulate um, a lot. And uh, we're going to see a lot of conservative social media platforms crop up. Um, I don't know where you fall in the political spectrum. I am looking at this from a, we are one body. Do you understand? It's like a left leg and a right leg. We are one body. We are one humanity. And we need to move as graceful as we can through this. And that is uh, with the understanding that if, if you are on the left and you think about, ah, you know, like we're right all the time. And now you're on the right and we're right all the time. It's like, yo, we are one body. Do you understand? We need to move together into a better future. And so I think Facebook's going to move to the left on a lot of these things. I think they're going to kind of capitulate and uh, just give out this data as they should. And then I think there's going to be a rise of things like Trump social. I, it's not Trump social, it's true social. Um, but uh, I want to say their stock just like exploded and then it dropped back down. Anyway, doctors are saying, Facebook, you got to disclose this information about COVID, this disinformation, and I think they will. Twitter's launching a dedicated crypto team. The social media giant has tapped Tez Rinerson to lead its new team focused on decentralizing social media. Briefly on crypto, uh, someone very close to me just made a million dollars on a coin that I thought was an absolute joke, um, which I will not mention here because I don't want you to get like wrapped up into this world. But basically, Twitter... Um, and Dorsey, uh, the CEO, are hugely interested in pushing cryptocurrency forward. For those of you that aren't really in this world, let me quickly break down the fact that like with Ethereum, you could buy and sell a house. The smart contracts available on this platform um, allow you to do any transaction you want and for it to be publicly um, available for anyone to see for all eternity. So yes, uh, Ether is going to be a huge thing. Uh, I think talk to any Venezuelan about um, the dollar. Like literally I was talking to my friend Adriana quien vive in Cucuta, Colombia, que está en la frontera entre Venezuela y Colombia. Um, my friend Adriana who lives in Cucuta, Colombia, which is on the border between Venezuela and Colombia. Um, when she goes to a store in Venezuela, guess what? You can buy, uh, there are like three sections. There's a dollar section, there's a Colombian peso section, and there's a Bolivar's, Bolivares section. Uh, three currencies in, in one um store and you don't think bitcoin is appetizing <laughs> right for those folks i mean dude when when your currency crumbles what are you supposed to do you know if you're just a just a i don't know regular joe in venezuela if you had your money in bitcoin you'd have been just fine in fact you would have done quite well you could have escaped the country i literally sent 500 dollars to a friend of mine in venezuela because it would have taken her um like 30 years to be able to save up to get the papers that she needed to exit the country. And I just wired her 500. It was very hard to do, but we managed to do it. Um, and at the end of the day, saved, saved her. And she's been living in Quito, Ecuador for years now. Um, but the point is, um, when we talk about cryptocurrency, um, ain't going nowhere. And here we've got Twitter launching a dedicated crypto team. I don't think it's going to be about the development of new coins, honestly. I don't think that's where the money is. That feels sort of like a 90s.com boom bust sort of idea to me. But this um, sort of global entity is uh, culture is new and it's not going anywhere. I've argued that Facebook is stronger than many nations. I feel like nations are struggling to monitor Facebook and to regulate against entities like Facebook. Um, and I don't think that's going anywhere. So crypto here to stay. Finally, final article today, try this new Google alternative for a radically different way to search. U.com ditches the vertical list of links for horizontally scrolling panels with mixed results. Hmm. For better or worse, U.com, according to fastcompany.com, 
isn't like any other search engine you've used before. Instead of arranging results in a vertical list, U.com presents users with rows of horizontal panels. The company calls them apps, <laughs> grouped by source. There's an app for Yelp, an app for Reddit, an app for Twitter, an app for standard Bing results, among others. Users uh, can then promote or demote these panels as they browse the results, creating a search engine that's personalized around their favorite sources. Quote, this is something no one else has done yet, says Richard Soker, U.com's founder and CEO. What the heck? Very interesting. Check out U.com. Also, do your searches on Acasia.com. Every time you do that, a tree gets planted. Let's recap. Twitter will now let you pay to undo tweets. Do I think it's worth it? I do not. Um, I'm making TikTok music videos. <laughs> if you're on TikTok, go to at Send It Rising. Twitter will now let you pay to undo tweets. I don't care. Three in four say Facebook is making society worse. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Are they? What do you think? Why Facebook's metaverse is dead on arrival? I think they're going to have a lot of competition. I'm not sure that they're going to take over this, this space. Hundreds of doctors urge Facebook to disclose disinformation data. They should. They should do that. It's a, uh, it's a public health crisis. Twitter launching a dedicated crypto team. Yep. Twitter ain't, excuse me, crypto ain't going nowhere. And uh, you.com. Now you know about a new search engine. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show for today. Thank you for swinging on by. My kids did not interrupt. How great is that? Um, YouTube.com forward slash send it rising. If you want to show us some love, you can chat there. You can chat, you can chat at Twitch. We had someone swing by today. Agent D Johnson swung by today uh, from Twitch. That's uh, Couchmania. Twitch.com forward slash Couchmania. K-A-U-T-Z-M-A-N-I-A. Appreciate it. If you're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, all that sort of thing, download the podcast. We love you. Love you. We'll talk to you all next time. Bye, guys.